0: Hi, it's Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, pyramid schemes, Ponzi schemes, and uh, versus legitimate Without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213 880 9910 now. So, we're talking about Bitcoin, uh, not just Bitcoin, but Bitcoin uh, schemes, pyramid schemes, Ponzi schemes, versus just owning Bitcoin and Ethereum. We're going to talk, talk about two different uh, cryptocurrencies uh, Bitcoin for one and ethereum for the other those are the number one and number two most popular blockchain cryptocurrencies there's still a large number of people who don't have really really either have never heard of Bitcoin or they just maybe heard of it but still don't know what it is so uh, Bitcoin is like the internet of money uh, you know what the internet is it's a huge network that are connected to each other and can do lots of stuff. So, Bitcoin's the same way. It's actually a network uh, that's, you know, based on the internet, Uh, but it it basically sends um, numbers, you know, like a checking account. Um, So, it's a way to send money back and forth to each other. And so, not only is it a payment um, transmission system, But it does a whole bunch of other stuff. Because like the internet, it's pretty powerful and can do a a whole lot of different things. Uh, So it's, you know, you can basically turn dollars into Bitcoin and uh, send them to people or give them to people, buy and sell stuff with Bitcoin, things like that. Just like you use uh, MoneyGram also, MoneyGram and Western Union to send money overseas, you can use Bitcoin to send money overseas. That's one of the best uses of it. And, and just storing it, putting the money, like you can put your money into MoneyGram and then not send it and then get your money back later. You can put money into a checking account or savings account and not spend it, not send it anywhere. You can do the same thing with Bitcoin and you can put your money into it. And, but the way the Bitcoin was designed, it was kind of designed to go up in value. Uh, pretty um, dramatically because it's got a couple things that are you know the dollar goes down in value the dollar goes down in value between 1 percent to 10 percent a year on average so and one reason is because they just keep printing it and printing it and uh, printing too much of it basically Um, and generating you know the digital money there's generating too much too many digits causes the inflation. And the, the government benefits is like an extra tax when um, 1% of inflation is kind of like a 1% more tax that you're paying. Um, it tends to benefit the uh, government more than it benefits us, than inflation. So the um, uh, Bitcoin was designed to just remedy some of those problems that the dollar has. Number one is that the um, government wants to become more and more intrusive into your transactions, into all of your transactions, so to the point where if you spend uh, 50 cents on a pack of gum that the government wants to know about it. And... uh, if you buy something at a garage sale, the government wants to know about it, so it's heading that direction. And so Bitcoin gives you more uh, privacy, just like dollar bills do, but dollar bills are, are going to go away. They're going away more and more every day in favor of credit cards and debit cards and so forth. So, and there's a bunch of other things that the dollar is not good at, sending money overseas, if you want to send $25,000 to your girlfriend overseas, then you've got to have a government is going to ask you, MoneyGram, uh, Western Union, they're going to ask you, what are you sending this, to? who you're sending it to, and, all, and why, and why are you sending it? What are they going to use the money for? They're going to ask you that. Well, it's really none of their business. If you want to send $25,000 to your girlfriend in Lithuania, uh, it's really nobody else's business what you and your girlfriend are doing with that money. Uh, if you're doing something legal, which you probably are, then um, nobody, you know. So, those are just a few of the many problems that blockchain uh, cryptocurrency was designed to ameliorate and to remedy and to um, provide a payment method that, that does not have those problems. Not only that, but they designed it with a f- pretty strong uh, programming forces uh, rules that uh, that cause it to go up in value instead of down. So that's Bitcoin. And Ethereum is just a, kind of a newer It's new and different, but same idea as Bitcoin. Ethereum is basically uh, very similar to Bitcoin. It uses a slightly different um, way of... of, um, The programming is a little bit different. uh, And it's designed to be more programmable. So Ethereum is designed to really program like crazy. Bitcoin is designed to where it sort of sort of can be programmed, but it's kind of limited. Ethereum is designed to be programmed, so your money can actually be programmed. Uh, Your money can also be an app. So that's how, when I say it's the Internet of Money, it's a very, very, very powerful... Not only does it do those things better than the dollar does that I mentioned, but it does a massive amount of other stuff, um, a whole computer network, a whole major system. So Ethereum, you can actually program your like your check-in account just has numbers. It's just a ledger. Bitcoin is mostly just a ledger with a little bit of extra. Um, ledger means what you know what money came in, what money went out, and what is the balance? That's a ledger. That's mainly what Bitcoin is. And then with Ethereum, they said, well, let's make this more programmable. Look, there's a lot more that can be done here. We can actually take money and make your money into its own program. And not only its own program, but its own business. So you can take like, say, $10,000 or $100,000 and program into it an entire business. From beginning to end, to payout, to um, profit, and dispersing the profit. Dispersing the payments, dispersing the profits, everything, an entire business. Because a lot of businesses function now entirely online. And so Ethereum is obviously extremely powerful and that's what it's doing. So. Now that we spent a lot of time explaining <laughs> a lot of details, people have a little bit more of an idea of what it is and how much it can do and how good it is. Downsides is that people do lose their codes, they get, they get hacked. Now nobody has ever hacked Bitcoin and Ethereum directly. If they could, then it would be over they'd be, they'd be useless. But people's computers get hacked, people lose their codes, they give out their codes to someone who tricks them. So indirectly, people can hack Bitcoin and Ethereum uh, by hacking people's computers and people being sloppy, messy, not knowing what they're doing, and people being tricked, and all that kinds of stuff. That's how uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum can get hacked. So those hacked. those are some of the downsides. Uh, but your credit card can get hacked. It probably has. Most people's credit cards have been, uh, stolen their numbers and things like that. You sit walking the dog, as usual, he wants to attack a black Labrador retriever <laughs> to him, attacking a black lab is lots of fun, but uh it's not may not be fun to the black lab or to me or to the owner of a black lab. Come, come uh, but I want to get we got to get into our main topics so. Uh, fraud. Pyramid schemes and Ponzi schemes. Let's go over those three things. That's ma- mainly the three things that we see. Well, there's four things. Well, three things. Um, one is just Bitcoin. Bi- no, Bitcoin is not a bubble. Well, Bitcoin is not a pyramid scheme. You do not. Bitcoin itself is not this, you know, system of... of you know, scamming people or finding suckers to buy it. So that's not it at all. Any more than your checking account or your credit card or Western Union or gold, silver, um, moneygram, um, debit cards. It's no more of a scam than any of those things. It's a, it's a payment processing system and a, and a store of money, a store of wealth, so but any of any of those things, any of them and all of them are used to commit scams, dollar bills, credit cards, checks, checking accounts, savings accounts, money grams, western unions, gold, silver dollars, jewels, diamonds, okay so um, people need to know what a pyramid scheme is and what a Ponzi scheme is because it's two different things. A uh, pyramid scheme is when you say, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to organize in some fashion and you're going to give me, uh, say, $100 or 1000 And then you go find 10 people to give you $100 or $1,000 and then you're going to have uh, $10,000, you know. And then that's a, that's a pyramid scheme. Pyramid schemes are basically illegal, but they're not illegal if they're used as as a method of payment for a full legitimate product or service. Uh, okay, So if you do a pyramid just as a pyramid, just the way I described it, for just purely for money, to multiply it like that is illegal, almost everywhere. If you use that system as uh for re- remuneration uh for to commission salespeople, for instance, um who also make commissions from um from uh, recruiting each other and training each other, then it's legal. Amway, Melaluca, Shackley, um I think uh mm, where some of the other ones, some of the women's cosmetic catalog companies, maybe even Tupperware. Um they uh that's legal. That's how a lot of commission salespeople are are paid that way. They have a legitimate product, legitimate service. They can also recruit others, and they get paid a percentage of those people's. Uh, If they recruit someone, they also, you know, get a percentage of that person's commissions for helping to recruit them and helping to train them and motivate them and so forth. So that's legal, Uh, okay? And then it's a pyramid-shaped compensation plan, but if you have only the pyramid and no product or service, it's, it's an illegal pyramid scheme, okay? Then you have a Ponzi scheme, which is worse. More illegal. It's pretty much always illegal because it involves uh, Ponzi scheme. Means it's basically it's it's deceitful, and that it's uh, usually has bad result. Almost always has a bad result at the end, and often ends in in jail, prison. Uh, so that is uh, saying, hey, I have. Uh, um a method to make ten thousand dollars uh overnight and uh you just give me five hundred dollars when we use our method that's proven to be wonderful zippity da zippity yay and we will have your ten thousand dollars in a day that is a ponzi scheme and that's you know 99.9% chance going to be illegal and that people are going to be ripped off either immediately or ripped off in the end when the whole thing unravels. Okay, so now we're talking about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and Ethereum, the two most popular ones. I'll mention Ripple, uh, not Ripple. Ripple's being <laughs> like investi- shut down basically, Ripple. That which is surprising because I thought some banks were uh, involved in that one. Um, But Tether is number three now. I think Ripple used to be number three. Ripple is ripped. RIP. Rest in peace, Ripple. Um, Tether, though. Tether is going to be untethered eventually. Tether is like the worst, (laughs) most opposite of what you want in a cryptocurrency. You take all the worst things about the dollar, put them into a cryptocurrency and then don't give any of the good things or almost none of the good things about the cryptocurrency. Take most of those away. (laughs) And that's Tether. So Tether sounds good for people who like dollars, who like the U.S. dollar, who trust the U.S. government who like the stability of the dollar. They don't mind that it goes down 1% to 10% every year, the dollar. Uh, but that's uh, uh, And then the problem with tether and anything that is pegged to the dollar, most of them eventually become unpegged because the dollar goes up and down and then there's forces that cause that other thing to go up and down supply and demand. So when you try to artificially peg something, you've got all these forces pushing the dollar up and down while simultaneously pushing that cryptocurrency, Tether, or the um, Singapore dollar or the Hong Kong dollar or whatever's pegged to the dollar is being pushed by different forces uh, of supply and demand up and down. So trying to peg two things where both of them are being affected by different forces up and down. And so that's why pegging usually doesn't work. And when it does work for a period of time, it's usually um, temporary. And it's really just trying to do the impossible. And then in the long run, the longer it goes, the more impossible it gets because people end up having to pay (laughs) <laughs> when one of them keeps keeps moving and keeps moving and keeps moving and keeps moving the other direction, further apart, then somebody is paying to the difference, usually a, a government or whatever. A govern- now, for Tether, if the dollar and Tether keep pushing... Further and further apart, more and more continuously, which they, and that's what will eventually happen, because either the dollar or tether will get pushed and pushed more up, more up, or more down. The other one, one if especially if one's pushed up and up and up, the other one's pushed down and down and down, then they will become it becomes untethered, and that happens eventually. Eventually, they're gonna go their own separate ways, and then you have a disaster. Oh, do you want to see the weppy friend over here? With the fuzzy ears? He's a cute weppy dog with the fuzzy weppy ears. Hi. Oh, is that it? <laughs> Your friendship is over. Where did he get his cute uh, fuzzy ears? Huh? Where did his fuzzy ears come from? I don't know. Maybe it's because he's old. <laughs> Just from being old? Yeah. <laughs> 40 years old. Oh. He's pretty old. Okay, bye. Oh, he wants to say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Okay so um now i think we've covered it all so we know now that bitcoin itself ethereum itself are not ponzi schemes or pyramid schemes or whatever any more than anything else the telephone telephone is a pyramid scheme (laughs) try having a phone with one just only one person using it how valuable is that the internet's a ponzi scheme try using the internet just by yourself nobody else in the world uh, uh, using the Internet. Just you. Uh, How valuable is that? Zero. So in that regard, everything is a a pyramid scheme because everything... uh, a lot of things need a network effect to have more and more value. And certainly Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, and all money. All money requires a network effect. Social Security is more of a pyramid scheme. than uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. All right, but we do have uh, some good news for you just today. I just uh, did some more research on the one Ethereum business that does have a pyramid-shaped compensation structure, but I did more research and saw that this is something that benefits people People benefit tremendously from learning about Bitcoin and Ethereum. And um, with Ethereum, there's actually more to learn because Ethereum is, that, is the one that's super programmable and does a lot. And so I, today, took my Ethereum that was just sitting there and put it in a wallet that I'm going to announce uh, in either tomorrow or in the coming few days uh, that this business, and it's uh, the reason I did that is because uh, I want to learn more about Ethereum, and I want to help other people learn about Ethereum, and I want to make money off of it by helping other people to make money off of it and to learn about Ethereum and to really improve their lives. And then a uh, a wallet instead of having the money just sit in a wallet and do nothing. Your money sits in the wallet and and makes money for you uh, in exchange for you you know helping other people to gain knowledge and and wealth so and that's more important than ever uh, The way that it's set up it's uh, not likely to have this uh, you know a big collapse it could. Uh, you could lose, I think, all of your money in it. I think they, that's what they say. They disclose that. So you don't take your life savings and put it in, into that. You take your $200 of Ethereum that's laying around, or $200 that you were going to spend on on a um, hooker, <laughs> or on um, you know a giant ball of yarn that maybe you don't want to knit that much yarn right now anyway, and use it to make yourself, um, you know, $28,000 or however much uh, might come out of it. All right, maybe $280,000, that's closer to my goal as a minimum. Okay. Uh, As you know, we are still on a mission to raise $25,000 for Children's Hospital Los Angeles, and we do that by donating a portion of income that we make uh, from homes that we sell. (coughs) So if you know anyone who's making a move in the next uh, three to six months or year... Uh, refer them to our real estate sales team. Not only will they benefit from our award-winning service, but a very worthy causal benefit as well. These children are being saved from um, cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, leukemia, early diagnosis of of, uh, autism, and um, even being cured more and more of deafness and blindness, uh, club feet that were completely unable to walk, Uh, With operations and treatments, able to walk on beautiful new feet. So all this stuff happens at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. And so anyone you know who may be making a move, refer them to our real estate sales team and benefit that very worthy cause. Um, You can find out more details at referralshelpkids.com. Referralshelpkids.com. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available on any loft, condo, or house, or a private preview is available upon request. Call 213-880-9910. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye.